Welcome to Allison's Wonderland. I'm your host, Allison Packard. Join us as we journey through the looking glass and down the rabbit hole into the wild and wonderful world of animation and video games. Hey, do a girl a favor and please subscribe to this podcast and go on iTunes and leave us a good review. If you like the show, please help spread the word. It really helps us to get heard by more people. Thanks so much. How do you break down a role when you get an audition? What's your process for <sighs> prepping for something? I really like it when there's visuals. Mm-hmm. That's like so helpful. One thing that I don't do every time, but occasionally, is something that my voiceover coach, Tony Gonzalez, mm-hmm. taught me was like looking at this character and seeing their lines, like think of two different characters that you know of that are similar, similar mm-hmm. veins, similar vibe, whatever. And if you combine them, what do you get sort of thing? Mm. Where is the like middle point, either voice or character-wise, with that? And that's an interesting little experiment to do. I don't do it that often, but it's fun. That's fun. Yeah. That'd be a good like, improv exercise, yeah. too. Like, yeah. If I was like, okay, Brian Brian Hall does that with, like, voice-wise with uh-huh. his Franken voices. Where oh, people, yeah, 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 he has like a hat or something, a bowl to pull out two different impressions and combine them into a Franken voice. <laughs> but <laughs> if I threw something out at you right now, oh god, okay, <laughs> sure, okay, okay, Pikachu meets. I'm trying to think of somebody really uh, Beetlejuice. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh no, okay. <laughs> Pikachu meets Beetlejuice. I don't know. I can't do a Beetlejuice voice, but Pikachu. Oh, Pikachu, say my name three times. <laughs> that was great. I love that. <laughs> it's just a messy street Pikachu. It sounded like a gremlin. Like it was yeah. like it's like oh yeah, you could put that in Gremlins. Oh, my God. (laughs) Wow, I love that. Thank you for agreeing. Wow. Didn't expect that to happen today. So what about when you're preparing for an impression? Like, do you have a process you do for that? or Just find the clip. Yeah. Play it. Repeat. Play it. Repeat. Play it. Repeat. And by repeat, you mean you repeat. Yeah, I repeat it. And then just in editing. Well, I play it. And I try it like three times. And uh-huh. if I don't feel good about it, I do it again. And then in editing, I'm, I just listen like which one is closest. I just snack that. As uh, far as like learning yeah, yeah. an impression to say other things than just repeating the line. Because most of my videos are just repeating lines that they've said. The like easy yeah. version of yeah. an impression, right. obviously. Yeah. Sometimes it's like uh, viewers submit lines that they've made up or quotes from another character that they want a different character to say. And then I just try my best. I'll like say the line of the character to get into their voice and then I'll try whatever the new line is. It depends like how much I've done the impression if I could just jump into it or if I really need the reference and like a reference line and stuff. There's some that are drilled into my head like Dora the Explorer or something but like something that I really have to listen to to get back. Do you ever use like Amazing Slow Downer? What's that? It's So it's an app where you can take in a sample of music or like a vocal riff or an impression and you slow it down. 
I know that, that can be help a cool sound wise. It can help if you're really trying to get a spot on impression uh-huh. like over time because you can kind of you it keeps see the pitch who looks, the same. Her pretty face. I was just trying to work on my Ursula and I was like, oh, I'm going to slow this down. Wow. But it like keeps the peach na- pitch natural and everything. Keeps the pitch natural. Wow. And but you can also adjust and change the pitch. And then you can speed it up. Huh. So, it's really good for musicians. Like if you're trying to learn a riff or some little yeah thing you can play it over and over again that section Whoa. that one one little section or the whole song i'm intrigued <laughs> this part of the podcast brought to you by the amazing slowdowner <laughs> i love how it's just it's title is just what it's what just a what child would call it <laughs> everything should be called that <laughs> this is this is coffee pot my teapot <laughs> yeah is there anything that you didn't expect about the career of voice acting? <gasps> I don't know. I did so much research. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was so in from the moment I like discovered it was a possibility basically How in college. How old were you when you, college? Not till college. I like dove straight into like podcasts like Rob Paulson and um, everybody. Um, so, and documentaries and everything. So, I don't know. I feel like I understood the ex- the the normal circumstances of mm-hmm. most of it. And I, it definitely takes long time depending on who like it's not gonna it has taken me a lot longer than I would have hoped obviously to start booking roles that I'm super excited about or more consistently or whatnot but that's just acting and I feel like I knew that going in that's just the career of acting that it just takes a while to build those relationships yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so I, I don't know what about you yeah, I would definitely say that it, everything is taking longer. <laughs> like, you know, I think that the type of careers that I looked up to when I was getting into the business, they're just few and far between at these, these days. It used to be like you could get to a certain level and you'd be, you know, there wasn't that many voice actors. And yeah. there's just so many more these days, yeah. so, which means there's, I mean, actually a lot of opportunity, but just for more people. So maybe less utility players and they're looking for more like an audition came in this week that was like don't use any accents unless they're your natural accent yeah so I, i'm you're kind of seeing a trend where they don't even want you to put on like a little southern unless you're for sure from the south or, yeah um, and then that brings me to the question like can i does that mean like i'm from the south but i've never had a southern accent <laughs> So right. what does that mean? <laughs> right, right. Can I, uh, do I count? <laughs> I, I used to have a Boston accent. Is it considered but I don't authentic or no? <laughs> it's such it's such a gray area. To be honest, reading that uh, took a lot of the fun out of it mm. for me because that character for me just had a bit of something in there. Not even like anything I could really place of where, but an affectation that. So it's like, are, are we just wanting all natural voices now? Part yeah. of why I got into voice acting was I like being utility player. Why don't we the grandmother that comes along and says, oh, honey, would you like a refill on your tea? <laughs> sure. Um, or, you know, the, the little boy. It's like, 
hey, get out of here. I'm going to kick your butt. Yeah, like, it's so fun. It's fun. Yeah. It's fun. And so when they, like, take that away, yeah. it, takes away it takes away the fun. Absolutely. But I do, you know, I, I think that uh, a lot of that might be coming from wanting to make sure that anybody from any marginalized groups or yeah. specific regions that we're not mocking or misrepresenting a location or culture. So that I understand, but yeah. And to just give authenticity that comes through if they have access to it. Like, yes. obviously better to have someone with a natural Southern accent than someone putting it on if you have access to those people. Well, like, I it's going to turn out is better. Is it funny, though? Yeah. Is, is, it, is, it gonna, <laughs> is it supposed to be funny? Is it Right. Is it supposed yeah. to be funny? Is it going to be funny? But for comedy, comedy is big characters. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And big characters are funny when they're... They're bringing unique perspectives and personalities. So, yeah, it's interesting. Hey, guys, this is Allison Packard. Sorry to interrupt, but I just wanted to let you know that if you like the show, please, please, please remember to subscribe to this podcast and leave us a review on iTunes. It really helps us to get heard by more people. Thanks so much. One thing that has surprised me about voiceover is I got into this purely with the goals of animation and have not really booked any animation. I've like really only been booking commercials and voice uh, mm. video games. Uh-huh. And I did not expect to like doing video games as much as I have. And I'm like, okay, I actually could like just do video games and be fine. Like it, the stories have gotten so cool and yeah. characters so interesting. And I love playing them so much that like I could get down with this. Yeah. <laughs> sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, there's so much opportunity too for like mocap and yeah. performance yeah. capture and stuff. That's, That's the really dream. exciting. Yeah, 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 yeah. But also, I think the reason why video games are more accessible to a lot of people is because they're just growing at such an exponential rate. Julia um, Scheffeling in her book has, I think it was like 85% from 2020 to like 2021. What? Like, what? Crazy. And yeah, I'll have to go back and check the stat, but it just like. Sales wise or release wise? I gotta go check the stat. Yeah. It's in her book. And I mean, just I, that number stuck out. I was like, what? I think it was release wise. I wanna say release wise, but I'll have to I'll have to add a cliff note into this episode. I'll probably forget to add that cliff note so you guys can bug me. <laughs> but um, you know, there's just so many more game auditions and stuff comes through sometimes and it's like it'll be written as a man, but they're reading men and women and you don't realize like it's just a vertical slice of the game and they're like casting both or you know, they're casting both genders or yeah. maybe a non binary gender as well in there. It's there's just so much, so much content coming out. Yeah, which is really cool. Yeah, yeah. I guess I did. Yeah, I don't think when I first got into this like ten years ago, I was not. Re- I, yeah, I didn't realize how many possibilities there were in video games because I guess I had been playing so much Nintendo with <laughs> like little Nintendo, to no voice acting. It's for breakfast now, <laughs> Nintendo. It's a cereal. Wow. It's a cereal. You have to be old to remember that. <laughs> it was a cereal. Probably like you were like three years old when it came out. It but it was possible. a cereal in a black cereal box. If anybody what? remembers this, you got to leave a comment in the below. It was in a black cereal box. Wow. Oh, my God. It was so cool. You could probably get some on eBay, but I wouldn't mm. recommend eating mm. it. <laughs> I wouldn't recommend eating it. Nintendo cereal. I'm sure the box is cool, though. And that song is just stuck in my head for eternity. I'd be on my deathbed, and I'm going to be like, do 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 do. Wow. 
forever associated forever, with that. <laughs> yeah, games are super fun. Yeah. What now? What do you? How do you feel about? You know, a lot of times when we're recording video games, we don't necessarily have someone reading with us. We'll just have an independent sort of Excel spreadsheet of lines. Chris Zimmerman, uh, you know, exception. She will often read you in if yeah. if we have the lines but how do you find working in that way do you find it challenging or? oh it's fine I, I mean I like being able to do ABC yeah that's fun and I feel like I I give a I feel like I've given them enough options I feel like if I'm just playing off someone I'm like have we done enough takes like because yeah. <laughs> I am but I am more in it if that's the case so it's you know it's a double-edged sword for God of War Ragnarok, there was one scene where I'm just a background NPC Mm -hmm. having a conversation that you can overhear. And I recorded the lines, and then they were like, oh, we do have the recording of the other actor Mm. if you want to hear. I'm like, heck yes. Yeah. And they played that, and I was like, oh, this changes everything. Her (laughs) vibe is so different. We need to do this again. I need to be, like, so low-key. This is much more hush-hush, like, okay. So, like, (laughs) it's so important. Yeah. Yeah, it helps so much. Yeah, I know. I wonder how if people are playing. Are you are you often impressed with the the performances and the games you play? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's so fun. Yeah, yeah. There's some really great. Do you have any like favorite voice actors? That... <laughs> God, just all of them. What do you mean? Like, <laughs> uh, they're all incredible. Like, you know, Jennifer Hale, Laura Bailey, Great lot. Like everyone's mm-hmm. amazing. <laughs> Do you watch a lot of cartoons? Not as much as I should these days. I, You know, it was the only thing I watched from, like, the ages of zero to 12. And then it was, like, half of what I watched from, like, 12 to 18. And mm-hmm. now just not enough. Yeah. I definitely need to, like, make more time to watch more modern animation, recent animation. Or just hang out with kids. Yeah. They like to watch animation, uh-huh. so you'll always be forever. <laughs> yeah, I'm not around kids much. <laughs> yeah, I get to I get to watch a lot of cartoons with my son, which is fun. So that's my I mean, that's my theory for why I'm booking video games instead of animation. A lot. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, dude, invite me over. I'll be your girl or game you gamey buddy. <laughs> Thank you. So I know you also do a lot with um, giving back to ch- different charities, and I know you recently raised. Oh yeah, on 5, and off. <laughs> yeah. Do you, do you want to talk about some of the charities that are important to you? Sure. I mean, gosh, I rotate around. Yeah. Most recent ones were Trans Lifeline and Transgender Law Center and the Trevor Project. Anything in the LGBTQ community, serving that community. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Is a good time. It just makes sense. I feel like, uh, especially the trans community is really vulnerable right now, especially legally speaking and with laws trying to be passed and stuff. So mm. I feel like that's an area where I can do my best. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so how do you go about raising funds? The Trans Life, was it the first trans one? Lifeline, trans yeah. Lifeline. And you raised so over like, $5,000 for them, yeah, right? That's like amazing. $5,000 for them, $2,000 for... Transgender Law Center, $1,000 for Trevor Project most recently. Yeah, I don't know. It's, awesome. uh, it's mostly just through Twitch and the viewers being super duper generous. So you'd be <laughs> yeah. like, at, the, at this day, this time. Usually I don't even announce. It's just, 
in the background, and the viewers are just amazing. Aww. You know, I just have to push a button to turn it on, and they just hit donate, and I just say thanks when it happens. Oh wow, it's that easy. Yeah, that's so amazing. easy. <laughs> Aww, are you also on Cameo? No, no. I've never done Cameo. Mm -hmm. I wanna. I think I'm gonna get into Streamily. Streamily, um, okay, for the autograph signing. Yeah, but yeah. I've never done Cameo. Cool. <laughs> yeah. What? So, what's your favorite aspect of your career right now? I mean, it's always voiceover is the number one thing that I want to do more of. And every every time I finish a session, I'm just like, yes, yes, this is the best. I want to do this every day, forever. So it's always that. Yeah. It's just the fact that it's not frequent enough. Yeah. And yeah. is it more one particular avenue of VO or you're like, give it any? I want to do animation. I want to do performance capture. But in general, I'm just, I just have a blast no matter what it is. Yeah. Have you done any PCAP? No. Yet? I mean, I've done a uh, helmet camera, but that's it. Oh, okay. So, yeah. yeah. And what about, so no mocap? No. Uh-huh. I've done classes. Yeah, that's uh, great. Yeah, Mind's Eye, Mind's Eye Tribe with okay. TJ Storm. Love them. So fun. So. Uh, so, yeah. Did you put together, like, a little reel and stuff? No. <laughs> Are there, do people have, I mean, I guess people have performance capture reels, but those, do they have those without the jobs already? My friend Ted Evans had a had some really good uh, tape that he had from a PCAP, from a class? mocap class he took. Whoa. Yeah, it was, Interesting. looked really good. Yeah, I guess like, the only performance capture reel I've seen was TJ Storms. So obviously he uses all this footage of stuff he's done, like Godzilla and Darth Vader and predator and awesome things oh, that's amazing <laughs> yeah how fun is that yeah do you are you good at memorizing lines <laughs> i think so it, that does stress me out i i booked a motion capture thing video game last year but they were like and it you know it was a self-tape and i booked it and i was like heck yeah, yeah finally doing motion capture and then they were like Mm, so sorry because of COVID restrictions we're having the stunt actors do all of the mocap so you're just doing oh. the voice Bummer. Sorry, sorry. but it's, fi it's fine because my, my friend is uh, performing my character oh that's awesome yeah. <laughs> your friend is a stunt person? yeah Andy Norris Andy, yeah, I love her amazing. Yeah. so at least I'm like oh connected <laughs> yeah. so you were also in the Final Fantasy remake Final oh yeah Final Fantasy, Fantasy 7, 7 remake 7 remake yeah what was that experience like? fascinating because I think at first uh, I, there was no audition mm. so I think they were looking for someone to ADR a specific character for mm -hmm. little bits because they didn't have access to the actor or something and my agent just sent them my reel not even like uh, I think because maybe my natural tone was similar enough. Yeah. And then I guess they didn't need it or they went with someone else, but they were like, we'll use her for this character. And then just gave me Katie, who's just this sweet girl telling you that you're doing a good job killing monsters and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> that game is so popular. Yeah. Did you find you got a, lo a lot of new fans from that game? No, I don't think so. Because she's such a smart, she's just in the yeah. background in one little bit. People weren't really like seeking out They're her like, actor. Who is that? <laughs> But it's cool to be part of that world. Yeah, it's part so cool. Of that world. Yeah. 
I love uh, chasing myself down in games. Do you? Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> like we got to play this game at least until I find myself. That's a fun just thing to do on Twitch and being like, "Where is she? Where? I know we're close. Where is me? Where is me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, amazing. So, what's next for you in your career? Hopefully mocap. Mocap, <laughs> yeah. Hopefully mocap and animation. That's and some animation. The hope. Yeah. Yeah. Is there a particular style of animation that you love? I love something that is comedic and whimsical. Mm. Anything that's magic-y or spooky in any way and funny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you ever think about producing your own show? No. Oh. Yes and no. I don't have, like, huge ideas on that side. Uh-huh. I've, like, toyed with the idea with a friend before who's a writer and director. But we, I don't know, we didn't get very far with that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't know where to begin. Yeah. It, I mean, there's, there's also a lot of interesting, um, YouTube is kind of revolutionizing animation as well. Yeah. Do you watch a lot of animated shows on YouTube at all? No. Not, not these days, not recently. I'm really excited for Has Been Hotel. Oh yeah, I've watched one or two on episodes show. of that, but not enough. I can't wait. <laughs> that is incredible what they've done with that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but you've also voice acted in some YouTube animated shows. Yeah, just some flash stuff, random internet animated shorts and whatnot. <laughs> <laughs> They're out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, especially when you're just getting started. Those were, I think, some of my first jobs. Yeah, for sure. And then I guess more recently, like how it should have ended and stuff where they like take movies and animate like alternate endings uh-huh. uh, that are sort of satirical. So I voice like Harley Quinn and Dory from Finding Nemo and stuff in those, I think. Oh, that's yeah. a perfect fit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those are fun. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming and chatting with oh my us God, today. My it was so fun. <laughs> uh, all the cameras are still rolling, so we're in good shape. Thank you for the tea. You're welcome. The cute, Alice, my very first acting thing, <laughs> not job, because, but my first audition and first play that I did that I wasn't, like, forced into as, like, a child, you know, <laughs> um, was my freshman year of high school. I auditioned for Alice in Wonderland at the Aiken Community Playhouse, and I played, like, flower number two. Oh, my gosh. So. This mug is actually based off your role. Oh, wow. I had it, I had it made. How Just, did you know? <laughs> your mug. Call me. <laughs> <laughs> well, we appreciate it. And it won't be two more years until the next time. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye bye bye. Thanks for tuning in to Allison's Wonderland, where we explore the wild and wonderful world of animation and video games. Please remember to subscribe and leave us a review. For more episodes of Allison's Wonderland, please visit us at www.allisonpacker.com. See you next week.